What's up, everybody? It's South Beach Nico, doing the For the Ladies podcast, for your entertainment. <laughs> we are about to chat with Alexandria. Alex, she works at No Vacancy, and she is a badass. She showed up there to work one day, and within a week, she had half the staff getting a flamingo tattoo. <laughs> she, uh, she really brings the whole spirit about No Vacancy that I love, and... Um, she makes for a great conversation. We had a great time talking, and we talk a lot about Tiger King and industry employees. We talk about toilet paper for a little bit It's uh, and tattoos. <laughs> it's a great chat, and I hope you guys enjoy it. Obviously, you will, and I really enjoyed chatting with her. So thanks for listening, and away we go. Yeah. So my dad was like, you're going to school for media, you're going to be the next Aaron Andrews. I'm like, no, I'm going to go study criminology and just <laughs> be a badass uh, lawyer for the Navy. And started the Navy and then was not, was not my thing. I realized I really hate when people tell me what to do. <laughs> At that level, at least. It's, like, really hard. Yeah. The, um... The TV production, like, class of mine was called Media. Mm-hmm. That was a very formative class for me. And it's actually why I started the podcast. Yeah. Because I came across a video I did senior year of high school, which was 10 years ago, believe it or not. 11 almost. <laughs> and Because <it, laughs> I just had my 10-year reunion, and so now it's 2020, and I graduated in 09, which is crazy. But I did a late night talk show themed um, show for our morning announcements and I was the host and I put it on Facebook when I found the video mm-hmm. and everybody was like why don't you do something like this you should be doing something entertainment wise so podcast came up as the idea there it is but we're talking now and recording so for everybody that doesn't know this is Alexandria hello I don't know how to say your last name Kozak Kozak. Oh, because I've never seen, like, the full... Yeah. Yeah, the full it's okay. name. It's Kozak. Kozak. I, I don't like putting my full name out there sometimes. You need the people to know. Just in case the cops try to find me. <laughs> Just on the podcast. <laughs> With your delightful Bloody Marias that you made. Oh, it was so Sunday afternoon. Watery tomato juice with tequila in it. And I bought the ice. <laughs> <laughs> I bought everything else. Except for this dope mug, which I'm so happy with. Well, so, backstory on the mug, I got a, I was at Publix, and they had this really cool Tumblr mug that had flamingos all over it, and I immediately, even though I was hanging out with you, I would have bought it regardless if I was going to see you or not, because you work in a vacancy, Yes. and you, within like two days of working there, had a flamingo tattoo. Yes, well, I started it. Um, You did. Yeah, I made everybody else, I was like, well... Honestly, the idea came back from, I met somebody at Dats about two years ago, and um, he had a Dats tattoo. Wow. He's like, it's, he's like, and he wouldn't even talk about it, too. It's like a secret within the Dats Corporation, I guess. I don't know, but I was like, that's cool. He's like, yeah, we all have it. 
So I started working at No Vacancy and I loved it so much there within a week. I was like, let's just all get matching flamingo tattoos. (laughs) So I was the first one to get it. And then my bar back, Ross, got it. And then four other bartenders got it all at the same time. And now it's a thing. And now at least five of us have it. We're still working on, I really want Dan, our GM, to get it. That would be cool. I know Dan. He's like newish. newish, He's newer and he's like looking at us like we're crazy, which we are. But... (laughs) um, I really want to try to work on Dan getting it. He has plenty of tattoos. It's like you could just throw... That's how I am. Like, I have so many tattoos, I could just throw one in there. It's like no one would even notice. Well, okay, so same subject but separate. You and I were talking for a while before this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, we did the whole podcast, all right? You it's guys fine. are just getting the second version. But you were talking about how you like the New York Giants because of their colors. However, on your arm, where your New York Giants tattoo is, there's no colors... No. But you got the color for the flamingo. Yes. So, <laughs> well, my plan is I have a black and gray side. It goes all from my left arm down my left leg. Uh, I'm going to finish my left leg eventually. And I just kind of, like, I I'm, I'm grew up in New York, so I just kind of decided to do a black and gray theme because that's kind of how city life seems to be. Mm. Granted, like, you have Times Square. It's colorful as fuck, but... Um, that's just how I saw it, like, black and gray pictures of, like, the Twin Towers, which I have on the inside of my arm. Oh, interesting. I didn't even see that one. Yeah. I have these on the inside. Um, this painting, this is a painting by some famous artist. I can't even tell you her name, but she's amazing. Statue of Liberty Crying? Yes. Mm. It was actually done by a British artist, but... British. um, OBJ has the same tattoo. Whoa. Yeah. Odell and Beckham have, Jr., if you I want to come this, on the podcast and talk about it. I would love that. Oh, my God. I would <laughs> listen to that forever if he ever saw this. But um, I just oof, I just saw um, I love that painting, and it was in black and gray. And I was like, I should just do the whole thing in black and gray. And so two states that I really connect with, I would say, that I spent my most time in are New York and Florida. Mm-hmm. So when I do Florida on this right arm I want to do it all in color because that's how I see Florida oh okay so I'm going to do like I have the Brooklyn Bridge I want to match it with the Skyway Bridge yeah um I have the Fire Island Lighthouse that I would connect with the St. Augustine Lighthouse where I grew up and just kind of match everything but do it all in color interesting because that's how I see Florida it's colorful flowers flamingos pink orange blue all that fun shit yeah that's yeah. interesting. So it's like well thought out. Yeah, I've had it all kind of thought out for the most part. I Did, keep seeing little random things. I'm like, I'd get that as a tattoo, but I'm like, should I get in black and gray or should I get in color? Like, which <laughs> side of my body? I'm doing like half and half, half black and gray, half in color. That's gonna be interesting. And so your hair is like blondish pink. Yeah. You got pink in there. Yeah. Because no vacancy, obviously. Kind of. I've just been, <laughs> it's, I call it quarantine pink. Yeah. Because I've been bored and I'm just like, let me just dye my hair. I almost did like purple or blue and like I don't even care who's gonna see it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> Are you gonna coordinate your hair and your tattoo colors? Yeah. Like do half and half. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I was so when um what's it called? What's that what was that movie? Squad. Something squad from DC. Suicide Squad? Suicide Squad. Yeah. So I was obsessed with Harley Quinn. Okay, as most people were. Yeah, and I'm mostly obsessed with the actress, um, Margot, Margot Robbie. Robbie. Yeah. 
She's amazing. Love I her. I watched um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night. She's in it. Love that movie. Love that her. That is amazing. Margot Robbie, if you want to be on the Bone Girls. <laughs> Are you listening? Are you listening to us? People listen in Australia, so they, she might no be. No way. Yeah, it's my best friend's in Australia right now. So. Hello, mate. <laughs> So she, Sorry to uh, cut you off. That's okay. No. Um, so I was obsessed with her, and I was like, I should do half blue, half pink. But I'm more of like a pink person, I feel like. Yeah. So. I think, okay, so you took No Vacancy by Storm. I am obviously a regular there. Yeah. And you show up, and you're doing all these tattoos, and people I've seen that have worked there the whole year that I've been, today is my one-year anniversary in St. Pete. Mm-hmm. So the whole year I've been going there. Like, they like their job, and they get all into it, but, like, you've got, like, this permanent thing now. Yeah. And people are doing it. You Like you said, five people. Yeah. And... At it, least, I think at least six of us, including, like, my bar back. And, oh, so, yeah, and Caitlin's considering, I know that. I'm trying. And once all this corona goes away, I will highly pressure her for it once yeah. I start seeing her regularly, so... That's cool. When did you get your first tattoo? Sixteen. 16? Yeah. Illegally? No, my Is mom, that legal? I don't know. I've never my had My mom signed off on it. As long as your parents sign off on it, you're cool. Um, she got hers first. So she was 50 um, by the time she got her first tattoo. Kind of like made her do it. So like, <laughs> you need to do it. And then when she got one, I was like, so I have to do one. And I was 16 at the time, though. And um, I didn't even know what I wanted. I was just like, I want one. You yeah. have to sign off on. She's like, fine, whatever. So that was like towards the end of the year when she got hers and Christmas was coming up. I was like, give me my Christmas present. So I spent forever trying to think of something, which I really should have spent even more time on because my first tattoo is spelled wrong. <laughs> <laughs> what is it? It's in another language, but I use Google Translate. Oh, and it's, God. And my, it's in Ukrainian, and my Ukrainian friends have told me it's spelled wrong. <laughs> what is it supposed to say? It's supposed to read, Du Sobobadi Ayvatrolam, which is, I sail to freedom, because my grandfather, well, great-grandfather, came from Ukraine in the early 1920s. I believe 1918 I think is when he came and um, he had to dress he dressed up like an old woman and my grandma pushed him in a wheelchair because they weren't letting men leave there and any man was supposed to go to war Um, but he was getting it he was getting into his older age and even though he was still within the age group to go to war he didn't he didn't want to Hmm. it's like we're going to America the land of opportunity yeah so my grandma dressed him up as an old woman and pushed him in a wheelchair, and or my great grandmother, and they ended up in the U.S. So wow. sailed to freedom. Yes. So that's how my sixteen-year-old brain. It's almost I almost think of it as like live, love, laugh, which is the worst thing ever. <laughs> Wait. So what? How how bad is it misspelled on your it's body? It's just like there's one letter that's off. It's on my ankles, so nobody really sees it that much. There's one letter that's off. And there's like that line wave going around it. Okay. Which is like that basic girl wave. At least it's not like a feather or dandelion, you know? Yeah. So we were talking off recording. Yeah. 
And you said you spent roughly eight grand on tattoos? No more than eight grand. More than great. No more or more? No than, more. I no. would say, I would hope no more. I would say between six to seven. Because I would spend no less than a hundred on a session. Between like, I've had cheap tattoos. Like I have, I have finger tats that cost me like 60 bucks, but after a tip it's like a hundred, depending mm. on just how cool the artist is about it. People usually hate doing small finger tattoos and I feel bad, but even like my bigger stuff, um, I would still tip pretty well because they would just give it to me pretty cheap, honestly. And they're not bad for being cheap. Yeah. Some cheap tattoos look really bad. <laughs> so <laughs> I've like, I've been really lucky. I've had really good artists. I've had probably six or seven artists. Um, the furthest I've gotten one was I got this, Cactus in San Diego, only because I drove from Phoenix to LA down the PCH, and all I saw were like cacti. And mm. I just thought they were really cool. It's probably like my favorite plant. So I was wondering if that was like a West Coast tribute because you lived out west for a while. Uh, it's, yeah. I mean, but um, there's not really any cacti in Colorado, but that's where I live. So, but. I really liked Arizona and California. If I could live anywhere, I would live in San Diego, but St. Pete's definitely the second best city, Yeah, I would say. St. Pete's really cool. Yeah. I'm all about it. Usually, my my bragging point on St. Pete is that there's something going on every night, but obviously right now there's nothing going on ever. <laughs> you have to make your own fun, but definitely, always something, like Janice is going off. A little concert. Anything. Some music, yeah. Um, I've seen a lot of good artists there. This shirt I'm wearing is Corey Smith. Corey Smith. He's a country. I. He's country, but he's like alternative country almost. Interesting. He sings a lot. He's not anybody famous. Okay. He doesn't choose to go with any big production company. Hmm. Um, he's kind of off the grid. He sings this. On the back, it says, fuck the popo. Because <laughs> he kind of goes off the grid. Like, I love, that's what I like about him. And I've met him, and I've met his guitar player. Yeah. So, they're just kind of, they're almost like family. Somewhere. Were you wearing the t-shirt when you met him, though? No. Oh, that would have been cool. No, this was like, I met him probably, like, the third time I went to see him. I didn't even really meet him. I bought him a shot, I handed it to him, he's like, thank you, I appreciate it. I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. on stage. But I've met <laughs> I met his guitar player, Mike Hines, and he's really cool. Really nice. good dude. Just some guys just trying to have fun at least. Yeah. They haven't been on tour though this year, obviously. Right. All the shit. But That's pretty awesome though. I I've been to Janice once. My friend Melly invited me one night while I was still living north, like an hour, in Lando Lakes. Mm-hmm. And she said she had some VIP area, and turns out she really didn't, but she had a free ticket for us to get in, and then, like, she wanted to sneak into these VIP booths and stuff, like, where yeah. people were staying, and we got in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But we had a good time. Like, I enjoyed Jenna's that time. It was a good good little experience. Yeah. But I walk by there all the time, and it's always rocking, and it sounds... Not now, but it There's sounds some, great. Yeah, I mean... You I stayed at that hotel across the street for a while. Really? Yeah, the Ponce de Leon. Okay, yeah. I um I used to work at that open stone that's right there. Oh, yeah. 
I have an interesting story after we get off of this that I can tell you about <laughs> Open Stone. <laughs> that was the first place I learned how to do craft cocktails. So, really? Yeah. How, so, old, how long ago was this? Two years ago, almost. When I had, like, well, I was actually born here in the city. In St. Petersburg? Yeah, right down the street. Um, moved to New York because my parents are from there. Moved back to Florida. Moved back to New York. Moved back to Florida lived in Jacksonville, and then went to school at USF. I graduated in 2018, and that's when I was like, I hate Tampa. Like, Tampa can just be a lot, so. Uh, but I've always, I would always come over here, like, go to the beaches, go to the bars here. So I moved over here, and I started the job there. They had not even opened yet. I spent a month training before they actually opened. Wow. Yeah. It was a lot, and I started off as a server, and I just, actually, the funny part was, I ran into my managers um, out while I was drinking, I was actually with my mom, too, and I was like, hey, like, I got hired as a server, I've been, I've been a server for, like, three years already, three or four years, and I was like, I just really want to try bartending, like, I think I, I can handle it, and they're like, yeah, tomorrow, for training, come in as a bartender, so... They kind of gave me my shot, and I just rolled with it. We learned a lot of stuff. I learned about, like, craft cocktails, smoking glasses, different herbs, juices, spices, everything that you can throw into a cocktail. Yeah. So that's where I started, and then my knowledge has just grown from there everywhere that I've worked between Denver, Jacksonville, back to St. Pete now. So i got to give it to Open Stone. Shout out to Oakenstone. <laughs> For getting me my start. So. <laughs> but you don't have an Oakenstone tattoo. No. We weren't that... It wasn't that tight of a bond. No. I really feel... I mean, I would... I don't know. I really just, like... I fell in love with No Vacancy. I just fell in love with the concept. Yeah. The layout. The regulars. The regulars. <laughs> They're so dope. <laughs> and just everyone I work with, too. Um, I've talked to like people that okay so one thing I noticed a lot about No Vacancy is the how serious like the people that work there take it like actually making drinks or cocktails what I was what they actually are not drinks they're cocktails but I talked to Ed on the podcast and I talked to Laura on the podcast and it's like a heightened level it's not just a bar job it's something you're like actually passionate about Mm-hmm. Which I think is really interesting, and like, yeah, you fit that mold entirely. Yeah. And then some, because like you're getting it tattooed, and like you have it forever. Yeah, it's on me forever. Like I will always. Granted, like I'm gonna do a Florida sleeve, and like it's gonna be a whole lot of Florida stuff on this arm, but having that flamingo, um, just I will always. I mean, it's no vacancy. Yeah. That's the reason I got it. So. And I think I mentioned no vacancy every podcast. So. This is like number 17. <laughs> it's okay. It's, it's the coolest it. place. It is. I love it. I can't wait to be back. Hopefully we're back sooner than later. So. Yeah, because it is, what is it, April now? It's somewhere in April. It's Beginning the, of April. I've it's been, 25 days. <laughs> I've been counting. <laughs> We've got 25 days till supposedly. Supposedly open. Everything's back in business. Hopefully. I hope so. I mean, it's been good for me because I don't have anything to spend money on right now. So, I've been doing a lot of iRacing and hanging out and watching YouTube videos, and you and I were talking about, you listen to Joe Rogan podcasts. 
Oh, yeah. And that's one I'm big on. <laughs> I listen to, like, two or three a day. <laughs> yeah. If I can. But he's got a ton. He's got, I mean, I've seen almost everything in his past. Like, and especially the past week. Um, he's had his closest friends on, which is cool. I love seeing Tom Segura, Bert yeah. Kreischer. Bert Kreischer's from fucking Tampa. Like, didn't he, know that. He mentioned fact. Dale Mabry in the last podcast, <laughs> and I, like, flipped. I was like, I've been on Dale I used to work on Dale Mabry. Like, I <laughs> lost my shit. I, was I like, hate Dale Mabry. I hate Horrible. it. Horrible. I hate it, but I used to, like, work right off of that street, so I'm like, that's so cool um, that he's from this area. That is awesome. So, yeah. Isn't kinda, it fun when you get, like, local shout-outs? <laughs> yeah. He's like, he'll say Tampa, and I just freak out. Just like, yes! And start laughing, and I have, like my airpods in because that's how i listen to the podcast people around me are like what is she yelling at <laughs> no idea guys you guys would be totally into this too so but it's cool yeah i love that i love joe rogan podcast it gets me through the day yeah shout out to joe rogan if you want to be on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> hello hello we're if here sir we're on the same channels as you um <laughs> <laughs> but so as a bartender when everything shut down, what happened? Like, what have you been doing? What happened immediately or after? And what's been going on? It's been, it's been like a slow meltdown. Slightly just dipping downwards, but I'm like trying to keep myself positive. Um, I've been at the liquor store at least three or four times a week. I know me by name. <laughs> Which I never wanted, like, I mean, I don't not want it to happen, but it happened and like, now I feel old because they don't even ID me. And my 23rd birthday was the other day. Yeah, happy and birthday, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> April 1st is a real hoot. <laughs> Didn't really do anything. I still ended up blacking out by like 6 p.m. So There fine. you go. You, yeah. you and Buddy? Yeah. The dog? Just asleep. <laughs> um, coworkers came to visit me, but I don't even remember. Mm. So like they came by and then they left. That's right. Passed out. <laughs> I started drinking at twelve. <laughs> I was done by six. I'm surprised I even last that long, honestly. So, um, but yeah, being just bartending at home, just coming, trying to find like little things to make cocktails with. Been using just like salt, oranges, and I'll probably even put ranch in a cocktail. Who knows? Interesting. Maybe ranch. I love ranch, Maria. so maybe we figured that out. I had a ranch soda not a while back, and it wasn't great. It tasted like ranch with carbonation. <laughs> it doesn't sound good at all. Where did you hear have that at? Anthony brought it. Anthony brought it into work one day. Really? Yeah. Shout he also brought Anthony. in, yeah, shout out to Anthony. He's great. Mm-hmm. He also brought in this bacon chocolate soda. Ooh. Which Where's I he? think would taste good in, like, with Fernet like that one of those like dark liqueurs which i love fernet too it's probably one of my favorites mm. um, fernet tequila and whiskey in case you guys are thinking about birthday presents <laughs> Late birthday presents. yeah if you want to like shout out your social media so people can send you birthday absolutely birthday. alex a-l-e-x k-o-z the number eight on instagram and uh that's about it really alex k-o-z eight and I'm South underscore Beach underscore Nico. Yeah. <laughs> but you already know that. We already know that. I have a lot of profile visits, but nobody's following. So follow people, please. 
I this need, time. I'm on I private, but I usually let anybody in. Just trying to keep some weird people well, out. Just trying to keep these bots out. There's a lot of bots that try following me. You and I met, like, one of your first days in No Vacancy, and it I... It might have been the first day. It might have been the very first day. Yeah. And you told... Uh, we got into, like, I'll follow you, I'll send you memes. That was my, like, yeah. line that I used. And so the next day I went back, and you're like, you didn't send me any memes. So, like, I sent you a bunch of memes, and then you liked them. And then two <laughs> days later, I was like, you didn't follow me back. <laughs> like, so I'm sending all these memes. No, so I, I used to just have an open account, so I'd just be like, if I follow, like, I'd see it. Um, but then, yeah, no, I was on private. I don't know. Yeah, I you, just wasn't you didn't paying follow attention. me back, and I was very offended. <sighs> I would be offended too, honestly. I'm offended when people don't follow me back. Like, I'm offended that Jack Daniels Whiskey isn't following me back right now. <sighs> Jack Daniels Whiskey, if you want to come on here <laughs> and rebut this. I've been to your distillery. I love it. I love Jack Daniels. Please follow me back. <laughs> so actually, fun fact, I've been on iRacing. We all know that. I already said that. But my paint scheme right now on one of my cars is the Jack Daniels car. Really? So they absolutely should come on because they're being represented within the within the online NASCAR online world. NASCAR world and <laughs> the podcast and you. Yeah, I should have just worn my Jack Daniels shirt. You should have, because then we could have broadcasted that. Damn it. Okay. Next All right, time. get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> next time for sure. <laughs> I have the Dr. Barbecue mug. So, <laughs> it's right behind you. Maybe say that's Jack Daniels. <laughs> that's fine. That works. Is that Guy Fieri? No, it's Dr. Barbecue. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was Guy Fieri the whole time. <laughs> no, so we were, um, you've been posting some drinks you've been making and everything like that. I was intrigued by your Bloody Marias, which are Bloody Marys with tequila. Yes. So. The Spanish version. Yes, and I was like, oh, hey, cool, we can have those during the podcast. You're like, I'm all about it. I texted you, excuse me, this morning and said, hey, I don't have anything, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have, like... That's fine. I have plenty. I and, have plenty uh, mix, plenty tequila. But then you asked me if I had ice in cups, which <laughs> also didn't have those. So I had to go oh into public. <laughs> what kind of man are you? Exactly. No ice or <laughs> A cups. single man, yeah. Just like... <laughs> So I had to go buy, I've got like some plastic cups now, and I went and bought a 10 pound bag of ice, but in my quarantine food, I had to rearrange my freezer a lot. I'm sorry. It's all your fault. (laughs) (laughs) But you came through and you made tremendous drinks. It's There's no garnishes, but it's okay. Yeah. Like, usually I put, (laughs) so the first time I made it, well, not the first time I made it, but when I made it and decided to record a video of it, which it's super easy. I mean, if you really want to get down to the nitty gritty of it all, um, Bloody Mary mix consists of tomato juice, Worcestershire? Worcestershire? I say Worcestershire. Worcestershire? I have no idea how to pronounce it. Worcestershire. Tomato juice, Worcestershire, um, sometimes barbecue sauce, hot sauce, pepper, salt. Um, That's the basic mix. Me, personally, I just bought a $5 mix of tomato, Bloody Mary blend. Um, You can buy it spicy, you can buy it regular. I was drinking the really spicy ones and I'm like sweating while I'm drinking. Like, it's delicious, but I really don't want to be sweating while I'm drinking (laughs) inside my AC apartment. Um, 
so I decided to go with a more mild version and just any tequila if you are at if you're in like the south side of St. Pete Toasties is doing like $23 bottles of Epsilon which is a really good tequila oh that's where I went the day the beaches shut down really yeah Toasties yeah yeah that's my liquor store nice <laughs> yeah. ask for Ed he's great he's awesome so yeah they they know me my name now <laughs> <laughs> I'm in there buying like just Bloody Mary mix tequila some whiskey um, Are these your go-to drinks? Whiskey, tequila. Or just like daytime drinks? Um, I mean, like, as far as drink-wise, like, I could drink tequila. If I go to a bar, sometimes I just get, like, a tequila soda. Okay. If I'm trying to, if I'm trying to get drunk. <laughs> it's a quick, easy way. But I love, I love cocktails, though. I do love, like, an old-fashioned, um, any kind of way. Honestly, sometimes I'll just tell... It's funny, I went into a copper shaker one time, and I told the bartender, I was like, he's like, what do you want? I'm like, honestly, I don't know. And he's yeah. like, what liquors do you like? I was like, I like whiskey, and I like tequila. He's like, okay, let's go whiskey. And then he's like, pick a color. I'm like, whiskey purple. Just trying to mess him up, like, yeah. trying to make him think. And I don't even know what he put in it. I wish I, like, wrote it down, but he made me this, it was almost like an aviation, which is like a gin drink. Okay. With Luxardo, lemon, all that fun stuff. So it's almost like that, but with whiskey. And that's kind of what I like to do. Um, if anything is like a gin drink, I'll substitute it. Like a tequila. I've been. I want to try to play with a um, tequila martini because I don't Ooh. like. I don't like vodka or gin. Okay. I really don't. I'm sorry, vodka and gin. You're gross. <laughs> <laughs> I have it at the house just in case I have a guest who wants it. Yeah. But for the most part, I like gin. So if I ever come oh, over, <laughs> yeah, I, I got a little bottle for you if you want it. Hell yeah. That I won't ever touch. So it's all yours. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will just substitute like yeah tequila martini, bloody Maria, which I just found out is like what they call it. Um, one time I went to a bar. And I was like, I really want, like, I love tomato juice. I've always was drinking tomato juice, um, like, as a kid. <laughs> Mostly because my dad would put it with his vodka because he made Bloody Marys. <laughs> so you'd have tomato juice, he'd be having a Bloody Mary. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I'm just like my dad. He's like, yeah, kid. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> so one time we were at a bar, I was like, I want this, but I hate vodka. So I was like, can you put tequila in there? Like, oh, Bloody Maria. And I'm like, oh, my God so much sense like he's just a spanish person tequila and i was like yes so blame became my thing um and i love crazy garnishes like i've seen people put a whole crab claw in there wow i put like a spicy chicken sandwich from wendy's in mine what <laughs> i this is like i went through the drive through and i was just like i just want a spicy chicken sandwich it's just gonna be a garnish and they're like what i'm like what like five dollars like okay <laughs> like I mean, I, I have Chick-fil-A sauce if you want to put those in the next ooh, ones we have here. I mean, I started putting, like, Frank's hot sauce in it, and <laughs> yes. that's when I started sweating, and I was like, I should probably dial this down a little bit. <laughs> it gets too, a little too spicy. Same with, like, I love spicy margaritas. Mm. Like, I need to drink water with it. I get, I get really sweaty. I've been doing, like, a blackberry and jalapeno margarita. Ooh. So... Anything. Any kind of fruit. This is what... There your local bartenders are doing 
with their time <laughs> off. <laughs> like, they're making themselves all these drinks to better themselves for you guys. So tip oh, them well have... when these things open back up. Yes, please do. And um, we are actually, my little group of coworkers, we've been doing a YouTube channel, too. For, you want um, to shout out the YouTube channel? Yeah, if I can. Of um, course. Well, actually, I don't know what the, we haven't quite named the YouTube channel, but we have an Instagram that, um, we just started up. It's called This Bar Is Closed. This Bar Is Closed. Between each word, there's an underscore, so it's like this underscore bar underscore is underscore closed. Cool. Um, we're posting cocktails. We're doing some, some awesome reps are doing competitions, so mm-hmm. whoever has like the funniest video or the most creative cocktail like they're actually paying us which is cool they're doing venmo it's not much between like the five of us it's like a couple hundred bucks and we split it but still it's nothing it's better than nothing during these times where we're literally not making anything Mm. so um again this bar is closed underscore between each word um we're we're pushing it out. We're doing stuff almost every day now. Um, starting up a YouTube channel. I'm not sure. We haven't really called it anything yet. So, But that will be coming. Nice. It will be coming soon. I'm all about it. Yeah. So here's what I'm thinking. We take a quick break. I show you where the hot sauces are. <laughs> and we re-up on these Bloody Marias. I'm down. That yes. Alexandria is crafting. So we'll BRB, people. I spilled it everywhere. It's yeah, fine. It's, it. <laughs> it's okay. But I'm wearing a t-shirt of a, a really good friend of mine, and you were very complimentary towards it. Yeah, I was like wondering what that was, but I mean, it's funny, even though I don't know the full backstory of it. And nobody really does, and that's what makes it better. <laughs> it's, it's my good friend Bowles, Mr. Bowles, and it says quietest guy because he is the quietest guy at work. So he says. Is he really though? Yeah. I'm friends with Bulls, so I can side with him, but other people may may side elsewhere. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the best. Shout out to Bulls. I know you're listening to the podcast because he uh, actually his girlfriend Jamie, she loves the podcast. So good. So he has to listen to it. He has to. <laughs> Plus, he loves hearing me talk all the time. We only hang out for two months a year, so any more. That you can hear me, it's even better. There you go. But we are flying through these Bloody Marias. The podcast is going tremendous. Yeah. What should we talk about now? Man, I don't know. No. Yeah. Just call it. Have a good day. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've already, like, spent, what, like, two hours here? I didn't even know. Yeah, we didn't even talk for the first hour and a half. Or we talked, but we didn't even record it for the first, like, hour and a half. Yeah. I mean... What else is there to talk about, though? Like, it's... <laughs> we were saying, what what did people talk about before the coronavirus? Because it feels like everything... I mean, between my life and hanging out with only, like, my coworkers, we've really only hang, been hanging out with each other, so we feel like we're clean. I'm pretty sure we are. Um, we drink enough alcohol to kill any bacteria. That's right. <laughs> I would say. So, um, all I feel like I've been talking about the past two weeks is, like, New updates on the coronavirus, 
cocktails and more coronavirus. <laughs> like, that's all we've been talking about. So you just triggered a thought. Yeah? I saw something on Facebook today, and I hope it's true. Oof. It's from Channel 955 in Detroit. And they said that Netflix is airing an eighth episode of Tiger King. An eighth episode, not a new season? No, just a new episode. But there's another one that should be dropped, and I hope this is true. That would make... It actually meant to talk to you, but I wanted to see your reaction. Yeah, that would make me a whole lot happier because, yeah, I felt like there were a lot of strings just let loose. Like, yeah. we, need, we need more information. So, you've been, like, super into something. You told me you were watching Tiger King for the second time. That was your birthday party. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it over again because I was like, I, need to, I re need to put this information back into my head. Because so, have you been to Big Cat Rescue over in Tampa? No, but I've passed by it all the time. I've seen all the billboards for it. I used to live not far from it, only a few miles away. Okay. Um, never went inside. I've heard, I heard a few like bad things about it though, like between fucking Carol Baskin and all that <laughs> dumb shit. I've heard about it before, but I never really looked into it until this documentary came out, which is yeah. hilarious because it's. I love when things are about Florida, especially yeah. Tampa. I'm like, it just makes me so happy. <laughs> like, yes, and talk about go, us. We could Uber there right now. We could. And take mm. a picture in front of it. <laughs> 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 that would be nuts. Oh, my God. Yeah, no, I've had, I've definitely been past it and seen it and heard of it. Um, yeah, I just, I, it's just so weird to hear these documentaries come out. And I, it's like, why didn't I hear about this at the time? It's yeah. like, this, this happened the past, like, five years. And, like, you never, we never heard of it. I never saw Joe Exotic TV. I'm like, where was that streaming? Well, and Carol Baskin's husband, I think, the day he disappeared, or the last day he was seen was the day before my birthday. So I kind of... Really? Yeah. I think it was August 18th was his disappearance date. In 97, which is the year I was born. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. That was, yeah, that's what I thought was weird. I was like, that was the year I was born. And, like, you would have thought, like, my parents would have told me something about it. I don't know. Well, I've but... been a big cat rescue. I was, like, 10. So, yeah, so you would have been 4. But I, <laughs> <laughs> but I've been there, and I don't, I don't know, I don't have much memory. I remember seeing the tigers and, you know, panthers and stuff like that, and I was cool. See Carol Baskin walking around? I don't recall. <laughs> yeah. But to be a part of it, it's just exciting. Yeah. I could have like, been in their little clips. <laughs> I was there. You could have been. Like, it seemed like. See, the thing with, like, these documentaries like this, like, I really I appreciate it. I love it. Um, I've been wanting to do, like, little documentaries of my own, try to figure out how to put it together, edit, all that stuff. There's a lot that goes behind it. Like, I've done, like I told you before, I've done TV production. I know how much goes into it, but I'm also very critical of them because I'm like, okay, so you just, like, happened to be there when this chick got her hand bitten off? Like, you just happened to get that recording of Joe being like, I'm never going to financially recover from this. Yeah. Like, yeah. it just seems almost slightly staged throughout the whole thing and then 
But I guess that's a documentary. Like, I have no idea when they started this documentary. Yeah. They could have started it back in, like, 2010, which is, like, way before everything happened. I guess we're throwing out some spoiler alerts for people who haven't seen no, it. No, it's okay. If you haven't seen it, it's your fault. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't seen it by now, like, there's, there's, only, going there's on only seven episodes. <laughs> They're, like... Between forty minute, thirty to forty minutes long, yeah. like you should be able to this have is seen like it. Six hours and thirty <laughs> minutes of your life tops. Like, <laughs> you should have seen it by now. It, there's nothing else going on. But between, <laughs> between like having his like campaign manager involved and like Travis killing himself, like oh yeah, that was wild. It was wild, but it just seemed so. It seemed just so staged. But then again, like I don't know like the depth of how like these documentaries work, or even when they started it. So. Yeah. They could have just been way ahead of the curve, and they threw it on Netflix just when they, like, finished editing everything and putting it together. But, I don't know. I don't, like, I don't know. Like, documentaries like that just kind of seem skeptical. I was just like, how were you there just in that moment, you know? Where do you stand on making a murderer? Oh. You <laughs> caught me. Because that one got me. I was like, how are you guys there for all um, I honestly didn't get past, like, the second episode. That's when it gets good, is after the second. Really? Yes. I wasn't into it. <laughs> no, yeah. Watch from episode three on. Really? Yes, and I think you'll be Didn't they make a new, they made another season. Seasons. Yeah. But I think you'll be very interested if you watch. I should be. Like, That's I, my major, was criminology, but I just didn't. If, get... Yeah, if you don't have to listen, we might have to watch, like, a half an episode here. Before <laughs> because, like, I really want you to see, I think you would be really into it. Is this still on Netflix? Yes. Okay. Yes. I could probably... I've been, like, looking for something to watch. No, I haven't been watching really anything. Into it, like, I'm telling you. Okay. No, I could, definitely, I could definitely finish it, then. The second one's interesting, but it's, like, the first one grips you with the whole storyline. But you question how they had, like, the, the, all this going on. Like, why, yeah. why would you be recording this and stuff like that? How... Yeah. That it's made good, no though. sense. Yeah. I'm just, yeah, the whole part of, like, the girl losing her hand and... She was uh, back at work for me. <laughs> like, seven days. Right away, yeah. That'd be me. Be like, oh, I'm still bartending. There. You would. Do you have one? Yeah, you have you flamingo tattoo. Watch. Oh, man. Yeah, if you could lose, if you could l lose a limb, which one would it be? Ooh, that's a good question. <laughs> An entire limb. Which one? <laughs> My left arm. You would just get rid of your whole left arm? Yeah. Man, why? So I can do, like, most other things with my right. Like, I play baseball, so I could I could catch with the right hand. I could throw with that one, but I can't do anything with my left. I'm not ambidextrous in the slightest. Really? And I need Nothing? Eating cereal. You eat cereal with your I left can. hand? I don't, but I can. <laughs> <laughs> I can't write. I, I can't. think anybody can eat with their left. Between but yeah, it's like I don't need it. My legs, I need both of them. Why? Because I'm a fast runner. What about like a prosthetic leg? I was about to say prostitute Basically, leg. Basically, that was a <laughs> prosthetic leg. <laughs> <laughs> what if you just had one prostitute leg walking around you say prostitute on Nebraska leg Avenue? <laughs> yeah. Taking a stroll. Carol's just taking a stroll. <laughs> on Nebraska <laughs> Avenue. Give me a break. Um, but no, like, I don't know. I feel like. You didn't say that was an option. I said limbs. You have four limbs. If there's any four limbs that you could just get rid of. Mm. Or wouldn't mind losing. I'm committed to mine. What, do you, what would yours be? I mean, I would love to have all four. I 
absolutely. Obviously. Please, God, if something. Someone samurai swords sitting to the right of you. I saw those. I was like, wow. I was going to call you out for them, but I was like, nah, that's like his own thing. Maybe uh, it's an Amazon purchase late at night. <laughs> Oh, it made me think of Kill Bill, though. Love Kill really? Bill. Yeah. I saw, I think it was from, um, what was that movie with Owen Wilson, Drillbit Taylor? Yeah. The kid had the samurai sword, and I think I was watching that. I was like, that would take to get a samurai sword, and it just Does not take $35 much. on Amazon. No. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Amazon, no. you've changed the world. So back to you and your prostitute limbs. <laughs> what would you My lose? prosthetic limbs. I would I would lose a leg. Like You'd go leg. To be honest though, I have so much money in this arm, obviously. Yeah, the left arm. With, with having a tattoo sleeve. Like and even this actually my leg, I think my leg might have cost more. So I'd get rid of my right leg. Because I could okay. easily put a prosthetic leg on. I do, I mean, not that I play pool often, but I shoot pool with my left. I write with my right. I eat with my right. Um, but I guess if I ever wanted to play pool, <laughs> I would need that left hand. <laughs> <laughs> so that's so where you, like, set the I would, I would want both my hands. Like, I think hands are important. I've, like, even tried, like, doing stuff with just one hand and I'm like this sucks like yeah. it's it's not fun I broke my left thumb um, I broke baseball. my left thumb playing soccer because I was a goalie and the ball just bent my thumb all the way backwards Damn. yeah I just got run over at home plate by some douchebag <laughs> <laughs> and like I had my glove and the ball was in it and he was out but they called him safe but it went into my chest and broke my thumb. Like, really uh, low. Yeah. But I had to survive and, like, do things without one hand, basically, because you need your thumb. Mm -hmm. It's crazy, like, those little things. You Like, when you get sick, if you have the flu or something, you're like, I missed the times that my nose was clear. <laughs> <laughs> like, I took breathing for granted. Yeah, I'll never take that. Yeah, I'll never take that, like, breathing without I took I took toilet paper for granted when I ended up having to, like, steal it from the gym <laughs> I went to. Well, now you just gotta go to uh, Maple Street and get their community hand treatment. Okay, cool. Yes. Now I know. Well, I still, I have like... Shout out to them. Shout out to Maple Street <laughs> for handing out paper towels and toilet paper. I do have an industrial, like, roll. <laughs> um, and I found, it was really funny. I found, I was walking through Walmart and I was just like, they probably don't have toilet paper. I was like, oh, they don't have toilet paper. I'm like looking for other little stuff. And, um, I see, like, a six-pack of toilet paper just sitting, like, in a basket of flip-flops. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, who didn't want this? I snatched it. I was like, <laughs> yes! So, now I think I'm pretty set for toilet paper, at least for, I would say at least six months. I live by myself, so yeah. nobody's really using it, you know? Uh, it's just yeah. me. I would say six months. Between the industrial roll and then, like, the six-pack I got... I don't know. It's about you're like yay big. big. <laughs> you're doing it's about, for everyone who can see this, it's about yay big. <laughs> I would say at least like I don't know. It's really thin too, okay. so I would probably use more of it than usual. Between having like my 
regular roles. Um, I don't know. I would say I'm so <laughs> I used to live with these two guys in Jacksonville. I had two two roommates, and they were both guys. We lived in a house, and um, one of them uh, he worked at the Cotton On. So when they closed down, they just gave him all this stuff. So we had industrial size like paper towels, toilet rolls, and we went through. We, we, I didn't have to buy toilet paper until, like, the last week I lived there, hmm. which I lived there for, like, six months. Wow. So I would say that at least this industrial, especially living by myself, like, should at least get me through six months plus. So. Yeah. So. I um, live by myself as well here in the fortress. That's why I call it. It used to be the penthouse. It is a penthouse. Actually, it was so. a studio. Then it was a penthouse. Now it's the fortress. <laughs> In the year, Either way you put it. Yeah, shout out to one year anniversary of living here. Yes. It um, has changed, but I don't go through a lot, a lot of toilet paper. No, but you're also a dude. Yeah. <laughs> I have to wipe both times, ladies and gentlemen. True. Like, girls do that. I just found that out. Isn't she that weird? That. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know that was a thing. I was you like, gotta have to put that in I perspective. I was like, look, Alex, like you can't be going to the bathroom in my place, and this toilet paper is like no, I have plenty. I'm fine. I'm definitely set for the next few months. She's hoarding it. I swear. <laughs> I swear I'm set for the next few months. So. But when I was living at Mom and Pop's place over in Tampa, they would come down and just fly through toilet paper. Yeah. What are you guys doing? Like, so I don't know how they're surviving without all that going on. Like they're like they're blowing their nose with it. And they're doing everything like down I'll their blow. Eyes, like yeah, I don't have, I don't have tissues, uh, and yeah, I'm my allergies. I'm not sick. My allergies are gonna come off. <laughs> I know, but my allergies are starting to kick back up. There's even though this coronavirus is happening, there's still pollen out there. Shout out coronavirus. <laughs> Shout out pollen, <laughs> like. There's still pollen out there, and every year, like, right around April, starting April 1st is my birthday. I'm still accepting presents. Yes, happy birthday. Um, thank you again. <laughs> so, every time this comes around, I get, like, like, <clears throat> it's just, like, a little thing. And I don't have tissues, because I just don't feel the need to buy them. So, I'll use my toilet paper if I need, like, a tissue. Yeah. So, I guess I can see where some people would go through toilet paper more often. You know, with My that, parents so. Have oh, well then, I don't know what the fuck your parents <laughs> are doing. <laughs> I don't know what they're doing then. That's on them. <laughs> okay, so this was something I actually thought about while I was in the shower before you came over. Interesting. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay, no, if you and I have, like, we've traded memes, mm -hmm. I send you more memes than you send me. I just forget. I'm like, ah. Oh. Well, no, which is fine. <clears throat> but, like, you and I are not know that much about each other mm -hmm. so i was like what are we going to talk about on this podcast it's been pretty easy so far though it has been right I'm, yeah i'm a delight <laughs> <laughs> some of the hot sauce went down the wrong way no it's okay i Shout swear crystal hot sauce <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> sponsored For, our podcast. it's been it's been in our tequila this whole time <laughs> but i was thinking um about emergency preparedness so I remember you were born in 97, so you yeah. probably don't remember September 11th. I do. 
I was living in New York, actually. Oh, and it I want to get your story after I tell my Go story. ahead, go ahead. Okay. Because yours is way more interesting than mine. Probably not. I was very, I was young, but go ahead. But, so <laughs> I was in there, in the shower, thinking, like, what am I going to talk about with Alex? And I was washing my hair. So I reminisced about September 11th. My parents, I was in fifth grade, I think. My parents came and picked me up out of school. It was 8.30 in the morning. I remember we went to the bank. We went to the grocery store. We filled up all our cars with gas. Right. And then we went to the, watch the news. And we were, like, prepared to go. Like, whatever we needed to do, we were ready to go. We had food. We had money. We had gas. Were you in Michigan at yes, the time? I was okay. In Michigan. Because, like, Detroit, you never know. Like, the auto Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Any big city was at risk at that time. So, you know, and we're 20 minutes out of Detroit. So Mm -hmm. we were very close. I remember my parents being very, like, prepared. And I've taken that through my whole life. Like, my dad, when we go to hotels, he's like, check under the bed, make sure you don't do anything. Like, everything. He's got everything thought out and prepared. (laughs) uh, Small thing I did. Like, I actually prepared. I have cash, like, hidden around the apartment. Don't look for it. But... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Don't worry. I, I will like, I have cash in around. Like, I've got money here. I've got food. You saw my freezer and my fridge. Like, I've got food. I'm prepared. But I also got a haircut. And that was something I prepared because now <laughs> you can't get a haircut. And, like, I've got a decent, like, it's been three weeks. And I'm still okay. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. So thanks to my parents for, like, emergency preparing me. Like, I'm yeah. ready for whatever's going to come up. But 9-11 from your end. <laughs> well... I'm going to sidetrack to your barber experience. Um, one of my good friends is a barber. Shout out Morty K on the Instagram. He's, he's amazing. Connor Mordecai. I, I've known him since we were kids. And he's a barber now. And he's still doing, he's still barbering from home. One of the memes I saw was like, Tasaki 69 whatever that rapper's name is. I honestly yeah. don't know. He's like, you know those memes where he's like, in <laughs> in the courtroom, like, trying to, yeah. like... He's, like, ratting on people. Yeah, ratting on people. So he's, like, barbers are still cutting from home. So, like, my... <laughs> <laughs> so Connor, like, posted that. And I was, like, god damn it. He's still doing... He's doing, like... It's expensive, but he's still doing it from home. Yeah. You know, if you're really desperate to go get a haircut in Jacksonville, go to uh, Connor Mordecai. That's go find to go. Yeah. If I need to get a haircut. <laughs> so they're still, like... Even my nails, low key, like I'm still getting my nails done. Girls work. Sharp ass nails. Yeah, I really like. (laughs) I really like this. uh, It's called stiletto look. I love the stiletto look. Um, And yeah, I really wanted them pink. I've been wanting them pink for a while. So people are still doing things from home, which can be safe and not safe. However you want to look at it, like my the nail lady, she's. She's taking precautions measures. She's sanitizing everything, like... Yeah. It just depends. She won't take anybody who's, like, coughing. She's like, if you're coughing, you're you're out. Yeah. <laughs> she doesn't give a fuck. She's like, go. Um, but, yeah. No, these people like that, I think they're still doing well. Even, like, some tattoo artists I know. I won't say any names just in case, but they're still tattooing from home. Hmm. If you really want to get a tattoo right now, I don't even have, like... If I don't have like a steady income, I'm not gonna go get a tattoo right now. I would love to, love to finish my leg, do my arm, but I'll just wait until I start getting those paychecks again. Yeah. But those would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, back on yeah, so I was living in New York. I had just moved back. I think I moved 
I was a kid, so I don't really remember. Um, I was born here in St. Pete, and we moved back in about 99 or 2000. Um, and yeah, I was about four. Yeah, I was four years old. I was in preschool. And it's very fuzzy. It's not one of the first memories I have was my third birthday, which is crazy. I remember it. Um, and even 9-11 is fuzzy. It's not crazy, but I was in preschool and I remember teachers running around crazy. Like they were on their like computers and just freaking out, like calling parents. I remember my mom scooping me up. We were on Long Island, so we weren't in the city. But we weren't. We were only forty-five minutes from the city. Um, <clears throat> smoky skies. It was weird. It was almost like it was like a rainy day, but it was smoky, in a sense. And it was like smoky skies. And my mom picked me up. I just remember being scooped up so fast and just almost running out of preschool with my mom. And then anything. And I don't remember after that. Like I don't remember being at home really. I was young, so. Yeah. It's not super put into my brain, but yeah, it was a weird day, especially living in New York. Definitely a weird day for everyone. Um, I had my uncle was, he worked in um, the World Trade Center and was actually late to work that day. Like, and he worked on one of the top floors. So it's like he was late to work and missed that. And my aunt, I remember, well, my mom told me this story about my aunt calling my mom, being like, I don't know where Robert is, like, I don't understand, like, I don't, I'm freaking out, she was freaking out, and, um, like, cell phones weren't huge, so, like, he had to go get a payphone and be like, hey, I'm okay, I'm fine, I was actually late, yeah. like, <laughs> so weird, it's just, like, little things like that where people were, like, late to work or, like, missed the train or something like that, like, I know a lot of those stories. Um, my grandfather was FTNY, but he was retired at that point, and, but he obviously, he still knew people that were in, and it's a weird, it was a weird day, for sure. Yeah. And, yeah, that whole, I don't really remember being stocked up on anything or being prepared, but I still, I know those, like, little stories of people who are just, like, just missed it by, like, that much. That's crazy. Yeah. Definitely. That's, yeah. Like, I, I've read a few of those, and I've always been intrigued by that, because it was a very, like, instrumental part of growing up for me. Mm-hmm. That was the day, like, everything changed. Oh, yeah. Like, when this coronavirus hits, yes, it's crazy that the world shut down, but it's not astoundingly wild, because you, like, that's what I've grown up with. Like, nothing yeah. is that crazy to, like, deal with. Mm-hmm. Like, things happen. Like, you're used to it. You're kind of expecting it at some point. Yeah. But the, um, yeah, I don't know. Like, I, my parents have been fully stocked and, like, ready to go <laughs> yeah. like, since then. And they're not conspiracy theorists, mainly. But they're just, <laughs> like, not conspiracy, but, like, they're ready. They're ready. You know, yeah. no, matter, no matter what's going to go on. And so I've just, like, built up that. But this, yeah, this coronavirus has, like, added to it. <laughs> I talked to somebody, like, in an Uber and they're like, yeah, I don't know what to do. I was like, not everybody's prepared for all this stuff. No, especially people, I mean, obviously people in, I would put it on a scale of, like, medical professionals, nurses, doctors, they probably have it the worst right now. Yeah. Dealing with the influx. Because not, I've, I think people have forgotten. It almost feels like 
if you're going to the hospital, you're going for corona. Yeah. People are still giving birth. Yep. People are still getting into car accidents. People are still falling, scraping their knee. I got a spider bite that I should probably go to the doctor for, but I'm not. <laughs> like, it looks weird. I, I'll show you later. <laughs> and my friends are like, you should go to the doctor. I'm like, I'm not going to the doctor because it's just people with coronavirus right now. It's like. Are you spider woman right now? I could be. Let's like give it a week. If I can start spinning webs out of my wrists, I'll let you guys know. That would be kind of cool because you could like come up to my apartment from the window. From the window? Yeah. I would just come, like, up from the south side and, like, not even take my car. Just That'd be badass. Spider yeah. web it the whole <laughs> way. But it's, like, I've almost, like, forgot about that. Like, houses are still catching on fire. Like, things are still happening. But it's, like, this coronavirus has taken over everything. It has. News-wise, even local news. Anything else. Yeah. No one's, going on. it doesn't seem like anyone's talking about, you know, who got fucking shot on 4th Avenue, which sucks. Yeah. It sucks. It's not happy news, but it's happening, but it's not even being talked about because this coronavirus has taken over the news cycle, so. It, yeah. I grew up, um, my mom's side of the family, my grandfather was the fire chief in Michigan mm-hmm. for a long time. Uncle took over after he retired, and it like fire department has been huge in my family, mm-hmm. and so my aunt has been in like the medical field and everything like that, like ER and stuff like that. So yeah, that's getting overshadowed, but I think it's incredible that everybody is still doing what they're doing. Yeah. To try to help, I don't know. Like I think the I think the best in people, and I think the best. In yeah. Luckily, nobody's riding, but... <laughs> Not yet. I've been... That's what everyone's, like, crazy about. They're like, it's gonna turn into anarchy. I'm like, I don't really think so. Have you seen Contagion? No. It's a good movie if you want to get, like, in Is a that... festive mood. What did I just watch with, um... What's his name? Frick. Who played Rain Man? I guess. Dustin Hoffman. Dustin Hoffman. What's that movie that he he was in? It was like in a disease movie. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, Patrick Dempsey and Kevin Spacey are in it as well. I have no idea. It wasn't Contagion, but I just watched it. Uh, it's on Netflix, and it was like the number three movie on Netflix right uh, now. Pandemic. Pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> Is that what it's called? I haven't seen that one. But the I've movie. Seen it pop up. Um. Where they're in, like, no, that's, like, no, that's the docu-series, or there's one, no, there's one that came out in 2016, I don't know, what the frick was it called, anyway, if you know, um, Dustin Hoffman, Kevin Spacey, Patrick Dempsey. They're all in this one movie about a virus that happens in, like, this small town. Well, it's, like, gets concentrated in this small town in California. And, um, <clears throat> but it was crazy. It was, you watch it and you're like, relax. Because yeah. it goes over the top. It's like, if you catch it, you die within 12 hours. It's like, you start bleeding from the eyes and the mouth. It gets, it's a crazy little disease. But it's like, it's happening, and it shows how fast something like that could spread, because um, it came out of, like, Vietnam, and 
came to the U.S. Yeah. But. It. <laughs> well, yeah, if you watch Contagion, that's another thing you should watch. <laughs> for shit to watch, like. Yeah, I've been looking. I was like, I'm just watching Parks and Rec over again just to yeah. keep me in a happy mood. See, that you talked about making the murder and you couldn't get it past episode two. I couldn't get past episode, like, or the season one. Okay, I you have to get past. Two, so I've watched it. I've watched it all now. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Like, you have I to get past. The two. first season sucks of Parks and Rec. I won't watch that again. I start at, like, I've season three. season two either. I will, yeah, I'll start at season three. Okay. <laughs> like, if I ever That's rewatch did, it. Yeah. Yeah, if I ever rewatch it, I start at season three and just go from there because um, first two seasons suck. Ron Swanson, he has a podcast like with his wife, Ugh. and I listen to that. One. Yeah, he's he's my spirit animal. <laughs> Absolutely. Is that why you have the mustache? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've been seeing like Ron Swanson tattoos, and I'm like, I should get that. But <laughs> and he's actually like that in real life, from what I've gauged from the podcast. He's not, he won't call himself a libertarian. Nick Offerman, the guy who plays Ron Swanson, he's not, he's even said, because I've like looked him up and stuff, he's like, I'm not actually libertarian, but I do believe in like the freedom of the American, is what he calls it. He won't call it libertarian, because libertarian could be crazy. Libertarians can be crazy. Even I would like, I'd say more libertarian than. Democratic or Republican, and even I know people are probably freaking out. Um, I don't take it that far personally. I don't give a shit about politics. I just think everyone should be happy and we should be cool. And I'm really glad that this. I mean, even this pandemic, in a way, has created a lot of animosity between both sides. But it's also kind of brought us together to make us realize, hey, there's one thing. That can harm all of us, no matter no matter what um, tax bracket you're in, no matter what ethnicity, no matter whatever political party you're with. This affects everybody. Yeah. So. It is. Like, yeah. It it's a fucking virus. So <laughs> it's gonna come to anybody. <laughs> that was one of the things. Like I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan. Like I've said a thousand times. Um, he's like nobody's really talking about political correctness right now. <laughs> Yeah. There's a lot more stuff to be worried about. Yeah, so. exactly. Not yeah. concerned with like, what people are saying in the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but still, it's like, uh, it was just crazy times, for sure. Very crazy. It get, keeps getting weirder every year, I swear. Well, we had the World War Three in January. Oh, Australia yeah. was on fire for the most of February. Coronavirus came in March. Yeah. Now it's April. What? <laughs> um, not only, um, God bless Kobe Bryant, but we also lost Kenny Rogers. And Kenny Rogers is a really great country singer. Yes, he was. Nobody, nobody really talked about that. I, <laughs> I just want to put that out there. Yeah. The Gambler and yeah. Lucille are probably a couple of my favorite songs. So. Didn't know when to pull these. <laughs> <laughs> so, gosh. Yeah. yeah if, Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers, Kobe, like, it's been a crazy year, I feel like. And I'm sure many others have, even those who have passed because of the coronavirus, that sucks. Like, yeah, they're getting I can't even imagine, there. like, the pain of that. Yeah. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. 
for something like this that could have been probably handled months ago, but we didn't handle it correctly. Yeah. So. That's crazy. So you, yeah, like, you've been, like, doing your thing. Yeah. What do you think's going to happen when everything opens back up, from, like, a bartender's perspective? Oh, I better be able to pay rent for the next, like, six months without no problem like I'm just hoping people but I can understand most people being out of work the whole time even I mean even if you're working from home sometimes you're not making as much like I know I don't know uh, I mean both my parents are on like a salary I can only compare everything to my parents I don't have any siblings who work you know other jobs so my dad's a teacher and my mom writes obituaries for a paper yeah. So, like, he's still making his regular salary. He's teaching online. Uh, my mom's writing obituaries from home. I'm sh I wonder, though, I haven't even talked to her about that. If, like, she's been writing obituaries for people who have been passing from coronavirus. But uh, only, apparently, there's only a few. Like, literally between one to ten deaths in Jacksonville, where she lives, that have been because of corona. So I'm sure she's not she's not writing a lot of obituaries about that. Mostly people are just dying from um, car accidents or natural causes, which is sad, but still it happens on a daily basis. So she's still she's still making money. My dad's still making money. Turning that into like the rest of the world. Between I don't know I don't even know what other people do. I'm a bartender, so I'm just like, what do other people do for a living? <laughs> Um, I'm just hoping people come out. I'm hoping people come out. They want to go out to a restaurant. They want to go on a date. They want to do, they want to celebrate their birthday. If, especially if they miss their birthday. Like, I know I'm, once everything opens up, um, one of my best friends, her birthday was late March. Mine was April 1st. Like, we're definitely going to go celebrate somewhere once everything opens back up. And we're going to celebrate together and tip the fuck out of whoever is helping us out. So... I'm hoping people <coughs> will go back out eventually. So. so I feel like it'll be crazy. Somebody was like, "Yeah, it depends on how much they've saved," but like first Friday in St. Pete is huge. Yeah. And I feel like even we just missed that. Wow. Even I totally like forgot about that between everything. Yeah, it was like what today Sunday. Yeah, two days ago. Yeah, that but would I have been our first Friday. I think even if it's a Monday or a Tuesday, people will be out. Doing it like it's first Friday when things open up. I like hope restaurants, so. like everybody's just gonna be happy to be out. And I think it'll almost be like that holiday mentality where they're just gonna go and be like, all right, cool, like maybe we don't have this money ready to go, but let's go. Yeah. I mean that's what I would do. If I'm gonna go I I really wanna sit at a bar with like a friend and chat. Kind of yeah. like this, but yeah. like at a bar. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing that. We yeah, we've been, yeah. we're doing it, but it's still like we don't have a bartender. We don't have like the people that we could people watch. That's my most favorite thing is people watching at a bar. Um, so hopefully everybody wants to get back out and do all that fun stuff again. Yeah. I miss it. Like I'm out all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, we all miss it. We all miss, I miss working it. I miss doing it myself. Like. Yeah, and you guys are, like, like I said earlier, you guys are actually passionate about what you're doing, which is cool. We love it. I yeah. mean, we're still bartending right now. Yeah. Um, 
And you got to shout out the YouTube channel. Yes, this bar is closed on YouTube and on Instagram. If you're on the Instagram, it's an underscore between every word. So it's this underscore bar is closed, blah, blah, blah. Um, this bar is closed. This bar is closed. <laughs> but we're still doing, yeah, we're still doing um, cocktails. We're still making videos. Just trying to get our name out there. Um, some... Some brands are actually paying bartenders to make cocktails, so you could, like, do a shift, and we all, like, we'll, there's, like, five of us, so we'd all split it between, like, five people, but we can make at least, like, a hundred bucks as a group, so anything helps right now. Yeah. I'll take anything, yeah. so. Even a tumbler bug, I didn't need cash for bringing over the uh, Bloody Maria. Oh, it's fine. I have it in the house. Mug. You did. No, I love this. I love this thing, and yeah, no, we'll be fine. I have plenty of alcohol at the house. If anyone wants to pay me, like, even if you give me, like, two bucks, I'll make you a cool drink. You want to come by? <laughs> you, like, do a whole Instagram where you just make people drinks by request. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, just, like, tell them the ingredients. Or you could do it and say, here, here's how you do it. I mean, I have a, I have a lot of like ingredients at home already. I've just been, like, buying little things lately. Um, I have plenty of limes and simple syrup. I can make lots of margaritas. <laughs> <laughs> margaritas are fun. Um, Bloody Marias are fun. Anything with tequila is very fun. I should get some great food and make, like, palomas. See, I'm like, just like bursting with ideas. I just guys, yeah, you guys can't see it, but like I'm sitting across from her, and she's like bursting with ideas. I love it. I mean, I like taking up. fun twists on things. Like an old fashioned, I had I had vanilla flavoring, so I'm like vanilla orange old fashioned. Ooh. It's cool. Yeah, no, like you can find almost anything in the house that you have. I mean, don't take like hand sanitizer or anything. That'd be crazy. <laughs> But, <laughs> like, any little fruit that you have lying around between lemons, limes, you can easily, if you have sugar and water, you can make a simple syrup to make drinks sweeter. I don't have any sugar. That's okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, you can, you can do almost anything from home. Like, we're even thinking about taking, like, vinegar water, like, making that into a cocktail. Oh. Yeah. Like, you can take almost anything, I feel like, yeah. these days. Some rosemary, some cilantro, do like a little pepper. Um, the last time, there was like a last word that I used to make at one of my old jobs when you put pepper on it. It's really good. It's like a gin drink with lime, simple, whatever. If you want chartreuse, that'll get you drunk fast because of the high alcohol proof. <laughs> Go buy chartreuse. <laughs> or frenet. Frenet's delicious. Shout out frenet twice. I love Frenette. <laughs> that seems Birthday really present, I'll take Frenette. <laughs> <laughs> I love Frenette. But yeah. No, these are weird times, but um, I'm trying to make the most of it. I've been, I'll be honest, I've been like sad that I'm not working. I'm saving money, but I'm still not making the money I want to pay all my bills. Um... Some people have been great, like my student loans have been pushed back, my car loan has been pushed back, but rent's still due. Yeah. Rent's still due, um, 
part payment is still due, like, <sighs> it's difficult, but, or car insurance is still due, but it's, it sucks for us out of work. We're trying, though. Well, hopefully, and that's what I'm trying to push on the podcast, is because I spend a lot of time, and my friends are servers, bartenders, and industry people, mm-hmm. is go out and tip them well. 20, 20% is cool, but these people have been out of work for a long, long time. Yeah. When this all starts back up, and please help them out. Like, if you can, for those of you who are I, like... Yeah. Yeah. As it is, like when you're working, it's not easy. It's not. Like seasons change. Um, If anyone who doesn't know, the worst times to be a server slash bartender are January and September. It's weird, but across the board, across the country, January and September are really hard times. Like no one's making that much money. It's weird. Well,. I can't, I can't really explain September, but I can explain January very well. People are doing these New Year's resolutions where they're not drinking, not going out. Um, they're trying to be healthy. So I can understand where people would, you know, decrease their time going out. September, I can't really explain. I guess school starts up in yeah. most states for September, so, like, they're keeping their money solid to pay for, you know, whatever – kids they have and sorry that sounds so bad (laughs) paying for kids and their pencils and papers and stuff um so i can understand september too but yeah it's weird it's across the board like september and january i've heard of even bars closing for september and january just because it's such bad times but then february kicks up valentine's day comes around past valentine's day you go to the saint patrick's day then you go into spring break, and then you go, you're slowly going into summer. So um, those are when times kick up. So, um, yeah, that's all I can really explain as far as industry work is going for service industry. But, yeah, this was supposed to be a really good time, especially here for opening opening day, baseball, like right down the street from the Rays Stadium. We were supposed to be doing really well this month. Yeah. And now we're just – we're not there, so – Even our salary workers, yeah. yeah. Even our managers are not making money right now. Yeah. So, because it's like, who's going to pay you if nothing's going on? We're not even doing, my my company alone is not even doing takeout because it wasn't even paying enough, the takeout wasn't even paying enough to keep the lights on. Yeah. So, the owner just decided not to do takeout at all. We had to shut everything down, so. So, when you go back out, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Yeah. I feel like the economy, it's a circle, especially local economies. Like, we're all all in this together, so. And I think I've seen a lot more of, like, positive interaction with people Mm -hmm. than anything. I think people have been much more, like, I don't know. I see people and they wave, they say hi, stuff like that. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. In Florida, at least. And St. Pete. And everybody hates Florida right now. <laughs> it's fine. Everyone always hates Florida. Yeah, nobody ever really likes Florida. So, we're doing it. 
I think I think it's doing all right though. I've seen a lot of um, between USBG, which is like the United States bartenders, like we're a group of people. There's a whole organization behind like us bartenders, and they've been doing a really good job between setting up these competitions where we can win money and getting us free food from local restaurants. I get I get a free meal every Friday if I really want to, like, wow. yeah, from local restaurants, uh, which is really cool. So that's also with uh, Pernod, um, which is like Jameson, Malibu, all those fun guys. They've been, we've, we've had our, we've, we have assistance, but it's still like, it's not the amount of money that we used to be making, so. Yeah. yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I hope, like, I think, I hope it's, like, a boost. I hope, yeah. I hope, if anything comes out of this, it's that <clears throat> people want to come out again. I'm trying to keep a positive attitude about it. I'm thinking, like, I really, I used to, I used to hate working. <laughs> I used to be like, I want to be cut. And now I'm like, I will never, I will never ask to be cut early again. I will never ask for a day off. Like, I'm, I definitely took working for granted. Yeah. If there's anything that this virus got out of me, it was that I was taking work for granted. So. It's great perspective uh, shifter. Yeah. For sure. But, so yeah, I've been trying to keep you positive because I am, you know, with me. Tiger King has definitely like uplifted a lot of spirits lately. It has, <laughs> but um, yeah. Then you randomly messaged me the other day. I think it was Thursday, and you're like, "I'm doing a podcast Sunday. Hold me to it. Hold so me like, to it. Got you. We need. I I just like needed to get out of the house, and like I had I had all this like bottled up. I was like, I feel like this is a good platform to like. <laughs> kind of let my feelings out because I've I've been stuck in my apartment I've been seeing the same few people I love you guys my co-workers shout out Connor Anthony Joey Andrea Brandon I love you guys I like had to think about it I yeah, love you guys so much but oh my god I've been seeing seeing the same people the past couple weeks and I just I feel like I had a lot more bottled in than I thought and I was like we should really just get this out there we should especially like help us out if you guys can, and then once we get back rolling with the bar being open, like, this will really help, yeah, for sure. go to No Vacancy. Please! Back open. We're so ready. You have to ask for Alexandria. <laughs> and if you don't, if you don't ask Alexandria, we'll make sure you call the contact. It's fine. <laughs> there's plenty, there's plenty other of us that work there that are amazing. Yeah, it's all amazing. of us. I love all of us. Everybody like, even those of you who don't have the tattoo, you'll get it soon. Don't worry. <laughs> we're going to drug you, and we're going to get you that tattoo. Especially Dan. <laughs> no. Dan. Come on, Dan. Dan. He, he's got to get it. He has <laughs> to get the tattoo. But I greatly appreciate you doing the podcast. Oh, I'm so happy we did and this. Yeah. See, I told you that'd be a fun time. And uh, big shout out to Alex. I appreciate her coming on. 
been in the works for a while and so when she texted me and said hey we're doing this podcast sunday i said you betcha <laughs> but yeah be on the lookout for episode eight of tiger king that should be wild and uh you know stock up on that toilet paper get a tattoo i'm really excited for new vacancy to open back up when this is all over and hang out with all the uh the cool people that work there so Alex was awesome. I'm glad that we finally did this. And follow her at AlexKOZ8 on Instagram. And follow the uh, their YouTube channel. This bar is closed. Or this underscore bar underscore is underscore closed on Instagram. And of course, follow me at South underscore Beach underscore Nico. And till next time, people. Have a fun little rest of your day. Today is Sunday here. And... Um, I think I want to watch this this NASCAR iRace on TV, so shout out to iRacing. <laughs> Appreciate you guys listening for the Ladies Podcast, and we'll talk to you soon.